Genius Brain listeners. This podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if – you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like – if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I mean, they're clearly fucking sociopaths, or they're at least fucking, that one is. That exactly. One is. She's yeah. fucking fucked in the head. Yeah. All she got was a small fine. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Once again, if you're watching this on the video side, I apologize. I didn't have my own cameras, blah, 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 blah. Who the fuck cares? We are back here with Ed Two. <laughs> I was like, should I use your Instagram handle or your full name? <laughs> so, if you guys are seeing what I'm wearing here, my friends, I finally got it. I forgot to pick it up multiple times. Got the Genius Brain Secret Society collab. Ow. <laughs> there you go. We did it on Death Note, man. Yeah. Um it's crazy, dude. Like, I, I'm I'm always thoroughly surprised how much people like anime now. I know. It was such a niche thing yeah. back in the day. Yeah. You would – okay, I knew a few people that liked anime, right? Um, I, I wouldn't say I was on the level of, of obsession that I've seen other people have. Mm. And I used to think that I liked anime a lot, right? Like, and I do know probably more than your average bear about yeah. – 
you know, certain series that a lot of people haven't seen just because I, I like anime in terms of how, as much as I like film, like anime in terms of how it's not shot, but like drawn, it's exactly like film. So you could like dissect it and do everything you out uh, everything you like about film you can like about anime as well. Yeah. I'm not saying every single anime. There's a lot of weird ones out there. Terrible production, everything else. But when something good hits, it hits really fucking hard. And I remember when I the very first anime expo I ever went to, I was like, oh, I don't like anime. <laughs> these it got a people, little too real for you. Yeah, I was like, these <laughs> people love anime. Yeah, to the point. Where they don't even live in the real world anymore. <laughs> I, I, when I went there, I thought I was going to find like my kindred spirits. Yeah. But it's not even the same. No, yeah, because it's 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 a different thing. It's a different culture altogether. It's it's that subculture where, you know, they're going the, the extra mile with like dressing up and really immersing themselves in that versus, oh, I just enjoy this anime. And it'd be cool if I could just, you know, talk to some other people who might enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I'm, I remember when I went to an anime expo and there was a bunch of people who were dressed as, uh, like, One Piece characters. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I, I sparked up a conversation with one of them and we were talking about One Piece or whatever, whatnot. And this motherfucker started getting into, like, theories and all this other shit. I was like, yo, yo, hold on a second, bro. Like, what the fuck are you saying? And then the eyes were all lighting up. You can see yeah. like foaming at the mouth talking yeah. about the shit. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm not an anime fan. Yeah. I, I like, I enjoy it, but these people are about this shit. Yeah. Hey, hold up real quick. You got a piece of hair Where? hanging on the side of your chest's bottom. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it. Hold up. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. All right, it's gone. Oh my god! <laughs> you just had a piece of hair. Hey, like you got, you know, like when you when you got one of those uh, little the mole yeah, hairs? the moles with the hairs coming. That's yeah. perfect. No, you good. You good. I felt it too. I yeah. didn't know if it was like my a spider web or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, maybe it's just like a spider web. <laughs> yeah. It'll go away. It's a piece of hair. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you good. You good. It's gone. <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? The uh, One Piece. Oh yeah, anime yeah. people, yeah, dude. Anime people. Yeah. There's a uh, if you guys uh, go to Arcadia, there's a, the Santa Anita Mall. Yeah. They opened up a manga store. There. Yeah, yeah. And can I just say for people like myself who we thoroughly enjoy anime, we even read mangas every now and then. And, you know, we'll even, you know, buy a, a couple of uh, anime doohickeys and stuff here. For those of us who represent anime fans, can y'all just shower? <laughs> like, can y'all bathe yourself every <laughs> now and then? smell like fucking ass all the time, bro. bro I... I get super disappointed in my people, right? I'm not talking about Asian people. I'm talking about my anime fan people. <laughs> like, I walked in it's weird when I see – so in, in anime cartoons, you'll see like this trope that pops up. It'll be like an otaku. An otaku is like what you call like a weeaboo or a koreaboo, right? Yeah. These people who are obsessed with anime were to the point where they dress like the characters 24-7 or whatever, whatnot. And I never knew that these people like legitimately exist in the amount mm -hmm. that I saw. Mm -hmm. I walk into this store – and what you picture a greasy anime dweeb to look like, <laughs> they're all there. Yeah. And mind you, I'm also an anime dweeb, but I bathe. <laughs> I don't. What is that? I think I think the difference between the people that you saw and somebody like yourself is that is their life. Mm. You know, there's nothing outside of anime. And so like. Everything revolves around anime, socializing, entertainment, like, and I don't know, I, you know, I, I, you can do that and still have basic hygiene. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I, I, I wanted to go in yeah. there, go to the Bed Bath & Beyond beneath, 
get little bar soaps, chop it up, and just hand it out. Yeah. Like, you need this. <laughs> like, you can like anime, yeah. and then use soap. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Like, and when I picture, like, a girl who really loves anime, there's two images that pop up in my head. Mm -hmm. There's, like, the one skinny little awkward girl that just reads her manga books in the corner, and there's the other one who is a white girl who is obsessed with everything Japanese culture. They got striped socks on, right, with <laughs> multiple colors, pink hair, uh, a Pokemon backpack, yeah. um, like a, a denim jacket with a bunch of pog stickers on it and whatever, <laughs> whatnot, and they're morbidly obese. Yeah. I saw like 13 of them in there. Yeah. And I'm like, that is the most ridiculous description of an anime fan that I made up in my head. Mm -hmm. And 13 of them existed in that place. Yeah. And I just wanted to come up to this girl's like, hey, you could shampoo your hair every now and then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with your love and obsession with anime. Yeah. But every time you walk by, I smell chicken grease. <laughs> and I don't like this. Because yeah. you're representing my culture. Yeah. Like, my, yeah. not Japanese culture, anime fandom. Yeah. Like, come on, do yeah. better. Yeah. Like, you could bathe yourself. Please, brush your teeth. Yeah, I, but I think that people like that don't, have the good hygiene, you know, habits as it is. <laughs> Whether or not they like anime, I think they would be like that regardless, you mm. know? It just doesn't help that they feed into some of these stereotypes yeah, when I it was, comes to... Yeah, I just was kind of a little shook. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Because this is them not dressing up as a character anymore. This mm. is just their everyday stuff. Yeah. Like I said, if you're happy, do you, Yeah. right? I'm not talking about your happiness. I'm talking about me having to walk by you and smell you. Oh, for sure, man. Look, taking a shower and washing yourself is just basic hygiene, man. Yeah. You know, as a human being. That's it blows my mind. Like, yeah. you don't feel the grease in your hair? Yeah. Like, if I lit a match, that whole room would explode. Bro, but some people, man, are just filthy. You know, they're just fucking filthy. What they, is that? They don't care. They don't care. They're not even aware of it. I don't even think they're aware of how disgusting they look, you know, and how disgusting they smell. I'm talking about hygiene. Yeah. Not style, none yeah, of that no, shit. No, how no, you dress yeah. and what you yeah. do is fine. I don't give yeah. a fuck. I'm talking about hygiene. Yeah, your hair fucking looking like it's about to drip, drip grease any second. You know, your fucking face just shining because yeah. you haven't washed it. Because I'll say this, when I go yeah. to like anime expo stuff, because I knew how much like anime geeks were kind of like bullied a lot. So when I see them in, in this space where they get to be themselves, it actually mm. makes me very fucking happy. Yeah. I'm like, man, you guys found a community and you stuck with something that you really liked. And uh, to, up until the point where people are now enjoying your space, the mm -hmm. stuff that they used to make fun of you for. Yeah. So I see a lot. I, I enjoy that very much. But just Take use soap. Shower. Brush <laughs> your teeth. Anything. Put a mint in your mouth. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like it smelled. Like shit in there. Yeah. And I just couldn't stay there for too long. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure now, you know, it depends on what wave. I don't know the wave that I went into that day was just the most <laughs> decrepit human beings ever. And I was so disappointed in them. I'm yeah. like, we, we can do better, guys. Yeah. yeah, had your hands on your waist. Like, yeah. come on, guys. We can do better. Yeah. Every one of us. Yeah. I am one of you. Yeah. We can do better. Please. I beg of you, man. Yeah. Like, and look. We're going to do a, a review of the new One Piece series that came out. I haven't finished it yet. I have a lot to say, by mm, the way. Mm. Um, I'm just putting it out like this. A lot of people will probably hate the things that I say about it, but you, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Saw two episodes. I'm going to save it for later. <laughs> but yeah, we, we came out with this piece and I was actually surprised how well it did. Right. Yeah. Because to me, like, to, you know, growing up the way that we did, like anime was a niche 
thing. Right. And if people did like it, nobody really talked about it. Right. You weren't openly telling people like, oh, I love this anime or whatever. Yeah. Most likely you'd get bullied and it wasn't really cool. Yeah. But now anime has become kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, for me, when I was growing up too, you know, like the DBD, DBZ days uh, back then, like there were a lot of people who actually enjoyed DBZ across like different ages and ethnicities and backgrounds, but they didn't really talk about it because, you know, anime wasn't looked at as cool. Yeah. If you were into anime, you were kind of like a nerd or whatever. But for me, like I knew the people who enjoyed anime and I would talk to those people about it. And then like my other friends who had no interest in it, I wouldn't even bring it up, you know? Yeah. It was just one of those things where like, oh, I'm not trying to get you on the bandwagon of, of this or whatever. It's just like, if you happen to enjoy it, great. If you don't, you don't, you know? Um, but yeah, that, that's been like, with me my whole life. I've, I'm not going to go and say I'm a hardcore anime fan, but I think I've watched, definitely watched my fair share of anime over the years. Yeah, you know? dude. And I'll tell you this, man. Nerds rule the fucking world. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked this question of, uh, I think they were kind of offended because I use the word dweeb a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think they're like, oh, why, why are you calling people dweebs? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like dweebs can be cool too. I was like, no, you're conflating two different things. Nerds and dweebs are very different. Dweebs can be in any type of form or facet. They're basically annoying fucking wannabe motherfuckers. Mm. Nerds to me are just a category of people, mm. right? Like mm. you kind of geek out over things. I'm a fucking nerd. Like yeah. I geek out over a lot of things. Me I too. I'm, I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah, me too. A dweeb, just to, just to give people preference, it's like, I think maybe back in the day, nerds and dweeb was kind of like synonymous. Mm. But I think nowadays, like nerds rule the world. Right. Like the people who are very particular about the things that they like and they love, like their hobbies are now becoming the cool people, which I personally really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at it, there's there was never anything wrong with getting, no, you know, passionate about your interests and, and mm -hmm. diving deep into it. Like what's what's the saying? Right. You're nerding out about it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anytime I have an interest, I'm always like that. Like. I remember, you know, girls I used to date would always be surprised when I told them like, uh, oh, I, I build computers, you yeah. know? They're like, what do you mean you build computers? Like, I get parts. What, are you and gay? I, <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm like, yeah, I just I just nerd out over like technology and PC stuff. Like, you know, I don't have the time and energy for that now, but that used to be a hobby of mine, like yeah. back in the day. I learned like during high school, I remember like uh, one of uh, my friends was really into like, you know, like geeking out with like, parts and pcs and stuff and i was like yo teach me how to build it like teach me what these parts are for what i need to do and then once i got into it yeah i just started building my pcs from there on but yeah people would often be surprised when i would tell them like yeah i'm into that kind of stuff They're like really yeah and like a dweeb is somebody I i'll give you an example of what I consider a dweeb that most people I think are once again they're conflating nerd and dweeb mm -hmm. as, as one thing mm -hmm. like a dweeb can be somebody who walks up in like the nicest clothes, nicest shoes or whatever, and tries to be cool all the fucking time. A try hard. A try hard. That's yeah. a fucking dweeb. Yeah. And I think typically most people wouldn't think that that's what a dweeb is. That yeah. is a fucking dweeb. Yeah. Like he's not comfortable in his own fucking skin. He's always trying to pretend to be something that he's not. That's a fucking dweeb. Mm -hmm. Even though from the outside, for example, fuck boys, they're dweebs. Mm -hmm. Fuck boys are fucking dweebs. Yeah. They are people who literally care about the only thing that's popular right now and they mimic and copy that so they can be looked at as cool in terms of like pop culture. Mm -hmm. If you're a fuckboy, you're a fucking dweeb. Like you're the definition of a fucking dweeb. <laughs> 
You're a carbon copy of everybody else. And if I picked you out from a crowd and threw you somebody out, threw you somewhere else, nobody would recognize that you were missing. Yeah. That's a fucking tweet. Yeah. Like a nerd, like an anime nerd that loves anime and stuff like that. I actually consider you pretty cool in your own realm. Mm -hmm. Right? Because mm -hmm. you love what you do. You you don't deviate from that and you don't shy away from the things that you're that you enjoy. Absolutely, man. You know? Yeah. Be proud of what you're into. You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody and Just it's shower. not illegal. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that should be a basic human standard. When I go to the next anime expo, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just pass out toothbrushes <laughs> and breath mints. That's it. It's like you can enjoy this and also not have gingivitis. It's very, very possible. I can say this. These are my people. Yeah. I can say whatever I want, yeah. right? But like I said, I was surprised how well this did. Like, uh, I, you know, like Death Note to me, I feel it's iconic, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, a lot of newer anime fans don't really watch series like this short series really aren't their thing every time i talk about somebody you know i meet somebody who say oh i love anime they mention like naruto mm -hmm. which is probably one of my least favorite long series animes of all time yeah I know. Um, <laughs> and you know like casual anime watchers will be like oh what the fuck are you talking about like naruto's the best not really yeah. because <laughs> over half of it was just filler episodes with yeah. some of the worst animation ever yeah right and to me naruto was very good in the first series, but then when it passed that, it just became so monotonous. I just didn't care for it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's literally about this kid who is trying to become the best in the world and switch the narrative to him just trying to find his friend mm -hmm. throughout this whole series. It's just like, I, I don't I don't get it. You know? Yeah, I, mean? I actually have never gotten into Naruto. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard. Like, like I said, the first, before Shippuden, like that was like the shit. And yeah. then it just kind of got away from itself. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, that's, like, seems to be the gateway for a lot of people. Naruto was the gateway. Dragon Ball. DBC, oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. That was that was the first. You yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that, you know, come on. It's a classic, right? Mm. But you even know? then, Dragon Ball gets fucking annoying. Yeah. Because some, uh, I forgot, there's, like, this version of it where they cut out all the bullshit. Kai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, they, they, they kind of, yeah, the all the charging up. Where they it just takes got like rid of all episodes. of it. Yeah. And it made it a lot better. Yeah. But even then, Dragon Ball 2, when you look at it as an anime in terms of what is out now, it's not very good. What? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they, that's the Dragon Ball Super is them kind of adapting more to like modern anime mm -hmm. style. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Super 2. Well, the problem yeah. with like these longer series when it comes to anime is like, once it starts ga gaining a certain amount of fandom, they just don't ever want it to end. It's like TV shows. Mm -hmm. There are certain sweet spots for TV shows where yeah. it's like, this is where it should have ended and should have left it here. With things like Dragon Ball, right? What happened? Super Saiyan. It's mm. impossible for you to get it. <laughs> I know. There's no way. This is a legend. Yeah, yeah. When somebody becomes a Super Saiyan, we've heard about this for so many years. Yeah. Now there's like 60 of them. Right, right. right. But wait. Not just Super Saiyan one, it's a Super Saiyan two. Yeah, Wait, no, there's the one point five. Yeah, and then the two, you know, Wait, not the two. And then three was like a barely used form, yeah. you know. And then yeah, they, they, and then you had the the GT series mm -hmm. where Super Saiyan four was like kind of like that ape human hybrid form, but that's not part of you know, is that was like separate, so. Yeah, it started getting a little bit ridiculous in that it sense. It became like the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait, there's another creature. It's in the name of Broly. Yeah. yeah. He's like a super, super, super yeah. Saiyan. And there's like Super Saiyan Blue. Oh. And then, you know, there's the, the God, God, you know. There's like the God mode. Yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck is yeah. happening And then here? went to Mystic God. Like, you know, in the super, it started getting a little bit convoluted. It's like, I, I remember when they were introducing it, I had to look it up. Like, so what is the order of this you yeah. know like what 
And then I'm like, uh, yeah, you, if you want to keep it interesting, I guess you got to keep finding new levels. It, <laughs> it, it's just, it just becomes so ridiculous. Yeah. I just don't care anymore because yeah. it's not even sticking to the original writing. They're just adding more things to it because, you know, like I said, it's a money grab at that point. You're trying to just level up a character. Mm. Short series animes are the best because it ends neatly. Yeah. Or maybe even if, if it ends in a way that you don't like, at least you can start guessing what what the story is about these small little easter eggs or whatever whatnot and then mm -hmm. from that your like love for it even grows right but like long series such as like dragon ball you know naruto um those things for me kind of fuck up a little bit yeah one piece kind of falls into that category as well um but i think they kind of fix that issue with Still, there's this goal that needs to be obtained, right? Mm -hmm. And then now you're starting to see the main character like Luffy yeah. starts to become one of the most powerful people that these other people that he was fighting before would yeah. just wipe, dust him out. Yeah. So there is like a cap to this power. Right, right. And and also to, you know, him in search of the One Piece as well. And I, I think too, like considering like One Piece came out in the 90s, they've done a pretty good job of not, making it stale yeah. now you know i was talking to your brother about this is the the whole wano arc has been my least favorite so far yeah. which is the newest you know the, the current arc right now i haven't even reached wano arc i just had yeah. to fast forward all the way because i wanted to see fifth gear yeah, yeah yeah well yeah that's that's in right now that's happening right now yeah yeah um with the anime yeah uh, obviously the the manga is is ahead of that i think by like you know 30 or so, so episodes or something like that but that has just dragged out for me. And honestly, I like have forced myself to watch some of these episodes just so that I, I, I know what's going on. But One Piece to me prior to that has been a pretty easy watch. Yeah. You know, I've always enjoyed watching it. And it's like, oh, you know, I got time to watch something really quick. Let me watch an episode. Whereas this one, I'm like, uh, sometimes in, in, in the Wano arc, I would fall like five, six, seven, eight, nine episodes, even 10 episodes behind just because I'm like, ah, yeah, not really yeah, that yeah. interested in it, but all right, I'll finally watch it now just to get caught up again. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people started liking the Wano arc a lot just because the animation got really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, one of the positives about yeah. it. You but, know? you know, in terms of like how long it's been going, it's pretty fucking long. Is, and I haven't man. even reached it, but then when I saw when it started to, when I, because I, I wanted to see how Luffy got his fifth gear. Yeah, yeah. And I saw how many episodes the Wano arc was. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to reach yeah. this in time. So yeah. I just skipped it all and I'm going to go back and rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, there's so many different fucking things that are happening in between then and, you know, different arcs that they they tackle, like mini arcs, you know, yeah. and background stories. And I'm just like, dude, this is like, and, and, and I think one of the things that was uh, most annoying to me is that like, it's, they're kind of split apart and it's mm -hmm. like you know focusing on these individual characters some of these characters who i really don't give a fuck about yeah which one piece is historically good at doing yeah. is getting you involved like very invested in these characters but yeah these samurais i just uh i don't know man they, they didn't do it for me you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah and I'm i think what i liked about one piece too uh in terms of what they did for story in terms of like character strength they created all these devil fruits right which mm -hmm. is kind of like the equivalent to what you see with like all these multiple super saiyans or whatever yeah but the cool thing about the devil fruit is that they also gave like a nerf button for them right right which right. is the ocean yeah the so ocean and the prism stones yeah, yeah. and then also too it's like other people who don't have devil fruits 
it doesn't necessarily mean that because you have a devil fruit that you're the best in the world, mm -hmm. right? It's just like a it's a little added thing. Like for example, you have like the character Shanks. Yeah. He he just has Emperor's Hawk and he's just that fucking powerful. Right. Which he doesn't need necessarily need a devil fruit yeah. for to whoop your fucking ass. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I kind of enjoy that aspect of it too. They kind of they think the, the writer thinks out things pretty well, mm -hmm. which I pretty much really enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um I did want to talk about this, uh, since we're going on the topic of bullying. Yeah. There was this thing I saw in March, which I didn't know what actually happened to it, and it popped up on my Instagram feed. Did you ever see this? Where there was this girl, um, I'm, I'm blanking out her name. I think it was Kaylin, I believe. But she was a young girl who was a 14-year-old, but an early teen girl that mm -hmm. got bullied mm -hmm. by uh, these two other girls who pretended to befriend her. And they literally beat the living shit out of her. Mm. Not only did they beat the living shit out of her, they uh, recorded it as well and they uploaded it on social media, which blew my fucking mind. Right? Yeah. And when I saw this video, it was, I was watching like the early onslaught of somebody who was gonna become a serial killer. Mm. That's, what it, that's what it felt like to me. So not only did they beat her ass, they actually started stabbing her. Wow, and with a knife. They didn't get any consequences besides a, a small fine. What the fuck? Are you serious? They literally, if you see a photo of yeah. her, she is mangled. Yeah. And they started like threatening her with that. And they actually started stabbing her a little bit. Yeah. And afterwards, this whole thing happened. She started posting a video. Like, what are you guys going to do, do to me? Nothing's going to happen to me anyways. I don't give a fuck. I'll do it all over again. And all they got was a small fine. That's crazy. So today yeah. I actually looked up. It just popped up in my head and I wanted to see what happened. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Even if they're like, even in, I think in the United States, even if you're a minor, if you do things that are so egregious, yeah. you can get charged as a fucking adult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the least, juvie. Juvie know? or something. Yeah. Nothing. I That's don't know how crazy. it works in Australia. Oh, it's in Australia. It's in Australia. Okay. Have you seen the video? No, I don't think so. Maybe I did. I mean, if you say it's March, a lot has happened since March, man. My brain capacity for things now. Yeah. You know? Robbie, can you play the second video, not the first one that I showed? The second one. Yeah, maybe I saw it. Maybe I didn't. I don't Not know. a lot of people talked about it. But so if you look at this video, mm -hmm. right? Um, Robin, if you just press play. Yeah, right here. No, I definitely no, haven't seen this. You just just Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a huge <laughs> fucking knife, bro. It's like a fucking crocodile Dundee knife. What the oh, fuck? Definitely in Australia. Oh wow! Look at her fucking face, dude. She's already fucking bleeding and has a black eye. It's a fucking kitchen. How we have the video still going? Wow! Wow! She's trying to leave, but they're stabbing her. And they got they, they got nothing from this, huh? They got nothing from that. So they, she, the knife that they have is a kitchen knife called a santoku knife. Yeah. And they're literally slashing at her with the fucking knife. They're socking her in the face. Look Dude, at her, look look at her, her face. face right now. It's fucking purple and blue. Dog, I've never seen something so fucking egregious in my life. Uh, Robbie, can you play the, the, the second video after this? Jesus fucking Christ, man. So this is her on TikTok mm -hmm. talking about the incidents. And like as if one of the girls, yeah, the main girl. Her uh -huh. name is like um, the one who was like socking her right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind of. I don't know. It was like keeping hostage or something because because they just walked out and 
shows that else. It's Kira. And shows that else. And we just pumped her. And we're just like torturing her for these four hours straight. Mm -hmm. And it was funny as fuck. So she's like full mm -hmm. fucked up. Like all of a sudden your photos are like fake. They're actually mounted there. Just torturing someone. I mean, they're clearly fucking sociopaths, right? They're At least fucking, that one is. That exactly. One is. She's yeah. fucking fucked in the head. Yeah. All she got was a small fine. That's, yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't know how the fuck shit works in Australia, but that's fucking insane, bro. Like, if I, if I was that girl's parent, the, the victim, oh, man, like. I might go to jail that I night. would go to jail. <laughs> Not I might, I would go to jail. Well, this know? is the thing, right? When I look at, when I look at a video like this, there are a lot of people that I think they excuse certain behavior because of a person's age, right? She's 14. Well, I was 14 once too. And never once in my life did I ever think about cornering a girl, beating her nearly to death, and stabbing her. Well, like, I mean, it's much more nefarious than that because they pretended to befriend her. Yeah, it, it's the long yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, so, so that's what I'm saying. That's like very, that's on some psychopath shit. That's on some sociopath shit, you know? Like this person needs severe re rehabilitation or they need to be locked away from society because there is absolutely no way if this doesn't get checked or fixed, this person is not going to kill somebody in the future. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, that's fucking crazy to me that all she got was a fine and a small fine. At the, not that a bigger fine would, would change anything, but come on, man, that's not even equivalent to a fucking slap on the wrist. Dude, there's other videos of her just being like, well, I'm famous now. I got what I wanted. Like, yeah. She's literally insane. And still, in, in, in right now, there has been no repercussions. So I kept Googling things to yeah. see what would happen, um, and nothing nothing happened to her. She just kept got that small fine and gets to live her life like whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, at, at the very least then, you know, I hope that that clip, well, it will live on the internet forever, and it'll be something that prevents her from going to you know, any decent college, getting any meaningful job. She wasn't like, going to go to college in the first place. Yeah, you probably not. But, you know, I, I hope that it impacts her in a negative way like that, where... Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their, if you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like, if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt. And it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero.co and use code Genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S. 
at hero.co. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Yo, you can't be that shit of a human being and think you get to just live life normally. You, you know? know what's crazy, man? And uh, I hear this from a lot of... so. Um, Mariel too, uh, didn't experience this to this extent, right? Mm -hmm. But she, when she, she traveled back and forth a lot from Korea to the States because her parents lived back and forth. Um, and just to make this story really short and she, she shared the story too, where she also got bullied in a similar fashion where, um, these girls pretended to be her friend and they basically fucked with her. Right. And. I don't know if that's like a girl thing, like like the psychological part. Dude, I hear it so often, though. I hear you girls know? do that a lot. Like, they, yeah. guys will like outright like punk you and bully you, yeah. like physically beat your ass. Yeah. But girls will be like conniving. Like, yeah. I hear this from like homegirls. Yeah, like, yeah, they'll yeah. figure out ways to mentally fuck you. No, I've seen it. I don't need to hear it. I've seen it. You know, I've seen it, and I and I saw it happen to people. I mean, even even to like my sister. You know, I've seen it happen, and so. You know, there's that saying, right? Boys fuck things up. Girls are fucked up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, my, so uh, you, I asked my mom about this too. Like my mom, she said she used to get bullied in Korea. She said the girls were so fucking mean. Like she told me that like the prettiest girl, if a girl was super pretty and she wasn't like the Wang Tao or whatever, whatnot, right? That girl, if she was pretty and sweet, they would fucking bully her just because she would mm. always get the attention from the boys or yeah, whatever. Yeah. They would like cut the girl's hair. Like, fuck with her like that. Yeah. Like, take their bags and shit. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that shit's fucking nuts. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, bullying... Well, I mean, bullying is never good uh, across the board. But the way girls bully each other and the way guys bully each other, it's it's a different thing. You know, yeah. it's two different realms. And I feel like, you know, with the girls, they get, like, cerebral with that shit. And That's it's like, nuts. Yeah, it's like, I want to fucking, like, wreck you. I yeah. want I want I want you to be miserable. Guys bullying tends to just be more physical. There's not really like a cerebral aspect to it, you know? Like I'm going to mentally fuck with you and like just drive you crazy. It's like I'm going to hurt you. That's a long fucking game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And for a 14-year-old to be doing that, like you said, bro, that that can't go unchecked. 
Because this bitch is already a psychopath. Yeah. Like, what is it going to be when she's like, I mean, she's also probably going to be abusive in relationships, you know? And, and, you know, there's always that whole thing of like, oh, guys can't get abused in relationships. Yeah, they can. She looked like (laughs) the girl, when you see her in the video, she looks deranged. Yeah, she does. Like, Like, I don't necessarily, like, once again, we don't know the whole story. We don't know these parents. But her level of insanity doesn't even look like it was something that her parents did to her. It looks like she's just... Oh, but the thing is, the parents... I, I Obviously, I can't say definitively, but I would bet that the parents have fault in this too. Oh, because yeah, yeah, that yeah. type okay, of yeah. behavior is not only happening in that setting. You know what I mean? It's That's, that's just how she is as a human being. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, the parents are enabling it by not do, taking proper disciplinary actions yeah. and not checking that shit before it gets... Now, okay, if she was born a sociopath, she's born a sociopath. But, like, that can't just be an isolated incident is what yeah. I'm saying, you know? There's there's just things now when I look at this where um, a lot of this stuff is, like, learned behavior. And then on top of that, too, is probably a consequence of people just wanting to be famous for absolutely anything. Because there's no reason why you would do that and then post the crime. Yeah. Because it can go directly back to you. I know, man. They enjoy this idea of people watching their every move. Yeah. And the trade-off for being a trash person is fame. They'll take that fame and just be considered a trash person. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. These crazy people would do that anyway. But now we have the platform to be able to broadcast it. And in their mind, thinking that that can get them attention is just a win-win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, man, you know, that's a whole separate conversation about what technology facilitates these days and the clout chasing. Because clout chasing is not just one thing. Clout chasing is not just for sane people. Mm -hmm. It's people on that whole spectrum of sanity, right? This person happens to be on that you know, the lower end of sanity. She does not have her sanity all there, but she clearly thinks, oh, I could post this shit for clout. Yeah. This will get me attention. 100%. Yeah. And and it's just like the fact that we have these platforms available for that is just so fucking disturbing to me. And and like I said, it's a whole different conversation. I don't want to go on a rant about technology and social media, but yeah, it's that person clearly has issues that have not been addressed by the people that should have addressed it in her life. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I, I've been on this space for a long time and, you know, when I see stuff like this, it, it always makes me really, really sad mm-hmm. because this space was, it was never pure, right? There was always trash on right, it. Right, right. But then now what the space has become, it, it was, it's not about creativity. Creativity has left the building, mm-hmm. right? Aside from a few creators here and there. Now it's just, I'm going to do whatever I can to be famous. And even when people who describe, like there's programs like, oh, how do you become famous? It's not, and the program shouldn't be, how do you become famous? It's like, how do you create it, create what you want to create and make a living off of it? Yeah. And that message has become so skewed. So we used to do this thing called Jump Cut. Um, and Jump Cut was a program to teach people how to be successful content creators, right? But the idea of it wasn't copy what everybody else does. What's hot right now? No, no, no. We were teaching people how to create content and then you figure out the meaningful content that you want to create. Yeah. And now people just don't give an absolute fuck about anything. And you end up with stuff like this. We're not, I'm not saying that that's their, like social media is to blame for that type of behavior, right? Oh, it is. <laughs> I, I think so. Okay. I think I think it definitely is a factor. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's yeah, it's whole, a factor. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when I, it just, it makes me not want to be a part of this space. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'm also a part of this space. Yeah. 
And obviously I'm not to blame for that, but yeah. to be a part of it, like, it's like, am I a part of this weird machine? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes me second guess a lot of the things that I do. No, I get it, man. I get completely where you're coming from. And like, you know, what I used to try to do with social media is obviously different from you. Like that's your life, right? Yeah. But like, even when I was, you know, actively doing music and trying to use, you know, cause social media, even back then wasn't what it is now. TikTok didn't, it was like primarily Instagram and YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. What I would try to utilize in order to like, you know, kind of get my music out there and like build my brand, so to speak, and my, you know, artist profile had me using social media more than I would have probably used it if that wasn't a factor. And then now where we're at with things, you know, with our brand, you know, Secret Society, like we have to use social media on some level. But just like you're saying, when I see how what it's evolved into and where it's at now, it makes me not want to use it. Even if the reasons are different, even mm -hmm. if I'm not using it the way that a lot of people are using it to clout chase, just the fact, like you said, just being that's your community, so to speak. Yeah, you know? there's, a, there's a dude. Um, I met him when he first came to L.A. Yeah. Right. And this guy is like clinically bipolar, mm -hmm. right? Like legitimately bipolar. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on meds for it and shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think he's been on meds even before he came on YouTube. He just never like talked about it before, but he might be off of it now. But mm. there's almost like this point where sometimes kids don't know what reality is anymore. Right. They're uh, like you guys seen is uh, Yusef uh, Fusi. Yeah, Fusi too. Right. Like yeah. he's doing live streaming now 24 7 and he's doing the most egregious dumb shit. And a part of it's like his bipolarism, and but yeah. the other stuff, I'm like, that's set up. Like, that's for views and stuff. Right? Speaking of that, I'm going to get to that, but yeah, finish yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's clearly for views. Yeah. And now, like, it doesn't matter what you create. And these kids are so fucking dumb now. They don't understand what's reality and what's not. Yeah. But can you blame them? Can you blame the kids? Yeah. You know, who, who are elementary, junior high, even high school kids, where like, they're looking at this with the framing of this is reality. They don't have a reason to second guess it. I mean, yes, people are slowly wisening up to it a little bit more now and saying, oh yeah, that's clearly scripted, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, that, that that's, that's the thing of like, it's evolved now into this whole live stream thing where even there's setups with these live streams. Yeah, and it's they, just so fake. Right, they, they play a persona and then they set up situations, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, when, when, when kids are watching it, they just think, oh, shit, these guys have very interesting lives and it's so entertaining, you yeah. know? Yeah, and also, too, when you're a kid, right, they, they, they speak as if they have viable thoughts as adults. Mm -hmm. So they'll write these whole paragraphs of what it means to be a good person, how you should behave. Let me tell you something. You just hit puberty. You don't know fucking shit. Yeah. Like, you can't even discern reality yeah. and fake things. Like, you, I don't understand where you think you can go off telling, trying to give people life advice about how to live when you don't even pay your own <laughs> bills, let alone wipe your own fucking ass, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm not even talking about kids where I'm saying like, eight-year-olds. I'm talking about like 15, 16-year-olds. You're old enough to know that you when you should shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. So like they'll watch a video of like Yousef and I don't know, like this other popular streamer and then he slaps him, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about the slap is so soft. Mm -hmm. You could tell like it was discussed before. Hey, don't slap me too hard. Yeah. Right. He's like, on, you know, like say on God, blah, 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 blah. Like you're telling me I'm selfish. And he's like slaps him. And then, you know, people are writing. He deserved to be slapped. He's annoying. He does this stuff. Like he says crazy. He talks shit online. He's glad. I'm so glad Yousef checked him. And I'm like, you guys don't see that this is set up? 
Like yeah. you don't see the softest slap. Like Yusef is twice his size. You don't think that he was, if he was actually pissed off, he would slap the living taste out of his fucking mouth and knock this kid out. Yeah. No, he goes, he's screaming in his face and he goes like that. I'm like, come on. Yeah. It was discussed before that he, he wasn't going to slap him too hard. Yeah. And so it's just weird that these kids don't know. There was another kid named um, Speed. He did the, you know, bunch of racial shit. Yeah. And then he like, got up and he started flicking his dick out and he goes oh oh and they're like no david you don't know you could tell like he was completely turned off he didn't mean to do it on purpose that kid did it on purpose he did it on purpose yeah i uh because the, the thing is i've heard of this this guy i show speed and you know i've seen his face and shit and know that he's a popular streamer but clearly i'm like far removed from even knowing what type of content he makes yeah, i don't know exactly what kind yeah, of content he makes but for either. some reason um, on my YouTube, one of his live streams got suggested. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let me watch this for like five minutes to see what the what the whole thing is about. Why this kid is so popular. Because he's like 18 years old. Yeah. You know, he's still a teenager, right? I watched it and I honestly felt like I was losing brain cells every yeah, second 100%. that I was watching it. I was like, I've never seen somebody so fucking ADHD and all over the place. And literally do and, nothing. Yeah, and not speak in full sentences have a basic level of like intelligence, right? Like he seems stupid to me, you mm -hmm. know? I don't know if he actually is. I don't know if that's a persona that he's playing to, but when you can't speak in full sentences and everything is stopping midway, it just sounds so convoluted and disconnected, right? Yeah. But people are saying, oh, this guy is a born entertainer. This is so entertaining. To I, I didn't get it. I didn't fucking, and I'm like, is this a sign of my age now? Where like this is what entertainment is is you know, and I I used to think it was a sign of my age too, right? And then you kind of read other comments, and it's not a sign. Of, there's a lot of other people on the other half side that fucking like, like what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and there's other people who enjoy what he does because they want to be him and make money and be rich doing absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And so it 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 he he literally shows off to a younger crowd of people who are just as trash as him. Mm. So they want to be famous yeah. and it doesn't matter what it takes. Yeah. And so, you know, he did this clip where he kind of showed his dick, quote unquote, accidentally. And I'm like, dude, how does people, how do people not know that he did this on purpose? Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, you could tell he was shocked by it. I'm like, there's nothing that this kid does yeah. that's not thoroughly thought out. Like he's like, okay, what if I just lightly show my dick real quick and pretend like I'm shocked? Yeah. It's going to be a big thing. And guess what? Everybody was talking about right, it. Right, right. And they're just like, no, it's not. It's you could tell. Like he just fucked up. He's so dumb. He's like, he's not. He's dumb. He's an entertainer. He's dumb. Yeah. But he knows this space very well. Exactly. I've been on this space for so fucking long. I could see it from a mile away, and people just don't get it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this is how dumb the general audience is to this stuff. Yeah. He's a good entertainer. I'll give him that. And from from a standpoint of like, he understands what he needs to do to get attention mm -hmm. and then clicks and views. Right. And now that I think about it, I actually remember. Uh, or, or I, I see why that video was suggested to me was because he was doing live streaming in Japan. And because, you know, I have yeah, so yeah, much yeah. interest in Japan, like the algorithm probably suggested it to me. But when I was watching that, you know, the few minutes, I honestly felt he was being disrespectful to some of the people on Japan. Like, oh, almost on that, yeah, almost on that fucking Logan tip, yeah. you know, but he wasn't catching flack for it because he's popular. Yeah, he's they don't give a fuck. Yeah. It, it didn't have Suicide Mountain in there, I yeah. guess, you know? <laughs> there was another kid. He was like a Somalian kid. He was the one that... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fucking Yakuza got involved. Yeah, they fucking... Oh, that was another level of disrespect, yeah. I was though. in Japan at yeah. the same time he was. Oh, you were. And I was like praying I could yes, see him. Yeah, I was like, can I, can I come see this dude? Yeah. Because I literally would go to jail in yeah. Japan yeah. beating the living fucking shit out of him. Yeah. Because like... 
it's just, I feel like as Asian people, specifically a country like Japan, they're very quiet and respectful. And he thought he could just get away with whatever because nobody was going to say anything exactly. to him. But it's like, dude, I hope I run. Like, And I, I don't really think, I don't ever think about fighting people at all. Like, I'm actually pretty scared to fight people now as I get alive. I have a lot more to lose. But to watch that young kid just for clout literally disrespect people like that, it's like, dog, I pray I catch you out in these fucking streets. Yeah. I will literally break at least one limb yeah just so you could remember what it feels like but it's not even like a basic level of disrespect it's you know crazy. what i mean he's like just utter fucking no care for their like culture them as human beings even as human beings like yeah. just like that common decency yeah he's like looking at them as subhumans and mm -hmm. treating them that way and you know it infuriated me man looking at that look i don't advocate violence but i still am a firm believer that People like that, guys like that, need to get their ass whooped at least once in their life yeah. to understand that shit don't fly, you know? This is the thing, too. Um, I, this is actually a really good segue into this topic where uh, I feel a lot of people don't understand the the gravity of the things that they say and the repercussion, repercussions that could happen from when you say certain things that you can't back the fuck up, mm -hmm. right? And I think the internet made people really brave to say shit however the fuck that they want. Yeah. And so when they do get the repercussions of talking fucking wild, they go, I can't believe you hit me. It's like, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, no, what, I know. what fucking yeah. fucked up world do you live yeah. in where you don't understand the things that you do and say can have an equal and opposite reaction? It's very, very likely. Dude, it's delusion though. They, it's absolute they, delusion. They buy into their own hype thinking, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I could say and do whatever I want and I'm going to get away with it. But when reality actually hits them in the face, you know, literally and figuratively, they're like dumbfounded. Like, how can this be? It's this weird way of, it's like, um, it's very circumstantial for them, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, they'll say, mm, like there's a clip. If you guys don't know who Bilal Muhammad is, right? Bilal Muhammad is a UFC fighter. He's a top 10. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, there's these fans that come up to Bilal mm -hmm. and they start talking shit to Bilal into his face. And these mm -hmm. are like geeky, nerdy dudes who have never traded in their life. Yeah. And they do that because they know that Bilal won't, won't beat their ass. Exactly. Yeah. So they kind of hide in that, in like anonymity. Yeah. And even when they do it to their face, they know who he is, they do it at a public space mm -hmm. so they can't get their ass beat. Yeah. It's fucking wild to me. Yeah. And I truly believe that violence is not a solution for m most things. But like you said, there are some people who need to understand that there are consequences for your fucking action. Yeah. And so when people go up, they go, oh, I was talking shit. He's like, I can't believe you assaulted me. No, I can believe it. Yeah. I 100% yeah, believe it. I can definitely believe it. They're like, well, you should have said things with my words. Here's the thing. Yeah. You don't get to dictate how somebody reacts to the things that you do. Yeah. Once you put it out in the fucking ether, whatever happens, fucking happens. Right. And they always do that. They like to dictate yeah. the repercussion. They go, yeah. oh, Okay, well, I called you a fucking pussy and a bitch. Why did you hit me? That's yeah. not right. Yeah. No, you don't get to dictate exactly. what happens to you after. You don't decide what the level of disrespect is for another person. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you just cross that disrespect line, that's it. You're just in disrespect territory. Yeah. You know what I Whatever mean? Whatever happens, happens yeah. now. Right? So, for example, you know, we, you know, we had a mutual friend where she was somebody who felt like um, she could, you know, make fun of whoever and, you know, roast people however they want. So I socked her. No, I'm kidding. So she, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, so I killed her. Yeah. She's not alive so anymore. So I kicked her in the pussy. <laughs> no, uh, she was making like fat jokes at me, right? I wasn't offended. I'm like, oh, 
we're, we're roasting, let's roast. Yeah. So I went in on her, right? This bitch didn't talk to me for like three months, right? And then, you know, her boyfriend at the time was, you know, he saw it. He didn't defend her because he's like, oh, no, that's a free-for-all. Right. But he was like, yeah, she was like giving you the science treatment because you kind of roasted her in front of everybody. And I was like, yeah, but she made a fat. He goes, I know. Like, she always does that where she can dish it, but she can't take it. Yeah. So she, in her mind, she was like, I went too far. Yeah. There is no too far. Yeah. There is you set a tone. I will choose how I want to finish it. I'm not going to go back and forth with you about what was too far or not. Yeah. Like if you wanted to roast, yeah. like, I can't really roast that well now. Even, you know, far from people's belief. Like the way I roast now is actually very light. I used to be fucking ruthless. <laughs> I was fucking ruthless. Yeah. Now I'm actually pretty soft. Like if I went into like a roast battle, I probably fucking lose. Yeah. Because I just don't have that mentality anymore. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I just moved from Sacramento to LA, and it was just. Yeah, it was game I, time. I was yeah. on one, and I saw yeah. I went in on her for like fucking just constantly going in, and she just got really quiet. And I was like, okay, I win. And then we went back to the thing. She didn't talk to me for three months, but that's when I realized that most people don't. They can dish it, but they just can't take it. Well, those are the people that really annoy me. Is that like you know, if you want to crack jokes, then have a sense of humor about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't only have it be at the expense of somebody else. You yeah. can't just always have a laugh at the expense of somebody else. Yeah. Sometimes it comes at your expense, you know? And that's what I'm saying. Like with yeah. people, they'll talk online and shit like that, and then somebody else will say something back, and they go, whoa, that's too far. Yeah. There is no too far. <laughs> you stepped into the rings. You laced up your fucking gloves. How this person chooses to sock you in the face yeah. is up to them. It's yeah. a la carte, baby. Let's yeah, go. Exactly. You know, it, it would be like this, actually. Yeah, it's a, a great example is that, like, when we were on the Big Bear trip, right, um, I, I sent that picture in the group chat of, of the close-up <laughs> of your face, right, in the, in the straw hat, and you looking funky. And it's on his Instagram. You guys can yeah, see yeah. it, you know? And then as soon as I sent that, this guy sent a picture back of me of a face like I don't even know how I made that face and I just started cracking up like bro when did you take this and he's like hey you can't blackmail me he's like I always got evidence ready and we're like, just, yeah, yeah we're just both cracking up funny. but it, it would be like if he sent that to me and I'm like yo bro what the fuck you know like what is this you yeah. know and I took it personally like they're those are the type of people who really fucking annoy me when it's like hey I just did what you did. Yeah. Like, why are you fucking getting bent joking. out of shape? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I just I just don't understand that. And if, like, a younger generation, I'm talking about, like, the young teens and stuff, if you think that you could hide from everything that you say out in this world, you're going to be, it's going to be a fucking hard wake-up call when somebody checks your ass in person. Yeah. And I always see that on videos 24-7. Like, a Karen will come up and start screaming at somebody's face, and that bitch gets socked in the fucking mouth. Mm -hmm. And then you read the comments, they go, they shouldn't have, that was too far. There is no too far when you put that shit out you act violently towards somebody else you have to take the gamble that they won't match that type of energy if not worse yeah yeah violence and like doing things in a way where you're being super aggressive it's a fucking free-for-all that's exactly. why i say be kind as possible if you're gonna talk that shit out in, in this online space you have to back it up in person and i will say this about myself i have always been known to back up the shit that i say in person off camera on camera nobody gets a different version of me right right so if i meet somebody i'm very cordial and i've had people that i'll even mention this thing like i've definitely said some shit online or whatever whatnot right and then i met this person who didn't like me mm -hmm. and then i was kind to them they're like oh you're not like that tough in person and i'm like wait 
Are no, you, we're gonna are go you, there? I was like, are you trying to do? I was like, no, no, I'm yeah. being cordial to you. But yeah. if you want to go there, let's fucking go. And yeah. he saw my demeanor change. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, I was just trying to I said, like, no, no, no. What were you trying to do? Were you trying to call me out on some yeah. shit? I was like, if you want, if you don't want me to be cordial, I don't have to be. I'm still a decent human being. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. And personally, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why would I come up and just start screaming at Especially you? Especially in a public setting with other people. You yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, if you're talking about you want to be aggressive towards me, I'll be aggressive back to you. I'm still a, a good – I consider myself a good person. So I'm still going to act accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, obviously, here we're talking about topics and subjects. So it's going to be heated or it's going to be super fun and very, you know, loud and colorful. But when we meet in person, I'm still going to treat you decently. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking yeah. about? It, that's the thing is that, like, you know, everybody, I, I believe anyway, that it should. It feels like it should be a given, but it's not for some people. You know, you should treat everybody with just the most basic form of decency and respect, mm -hmm. you know, until they give you a reason not to. But for me, even then, I still try to maintain that. But sometimes, sometimes, maybe it's the wrong fucking day. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm in the, you know, you caught me at the wrong time. You give me a disrespect that I cannot ignore. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to meet you in kind or take it to another level, yeah. you know? And I'll, I'll give a great example that I've, I've talked about this where you'll see videos of like crazy psychotic girls, right? Who just start wailing on a dude, right? Because they feel like they can. Mm -hmm. And... I'm telling you in my position, I definitely wouldn't hit a girl, right? Mm -hmm. I would try to hold them back, push them away, or walk away. Yeah. However, once again, if that crazy woman who's unstable, right, which is obviously isn't the majority of women. I don't I've never met a woman who did this in my life, right? That I that I was close to. Mm -hmm. But these women that I see in the video, they're like wailing on dudes. And the guy snaps and socks the girl and knocks the girl out. And then people are saying, like, yo, that was too far. I agree. However, you put that out there for this to happen. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because you don't know how how unstable that guy is. Right. Right? So the proper solution is for you just not to swing on people, you know? And But this is just an example of what I'm saying when people don't understand, like, you get what you get when you act a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, there's plenty of those type of clips where a girl is getting physical with a guy and the guy's trying to be patient about it, but it just goes too far. Mm -hmm. And then she gets hit and then she just looks absolutely shocked that that happened. Yeah. And it's like, well, you shouldn't be. There's a video of this girl <laughs> yeah. who like grabbed the dude by his collar, starts socking him in the face and yeah. he's like covering up like this. And then she got one good one directly on the face and he turns around and just blam socks her. And she gets on the floor and she starts crying. Going, I can't believe you hit me. It's like you yeah, literally we're, exactly. were wailing on this yeah. guy. What gives you the right? To do something like that and put your hands on somebody, regardless of gender. Yeah, guy or girl doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, and, and expect that for you, there's an exception though. Yeah. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, there's an exception. No, there isn't. Yeah. And, and like you keep saying, once you cross that line of disrespect, you cannot, you cannot think nothing bad is going to happen to you. Yeah, it's Be it's 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 insanity to me yeah. and I see it so often that I'm trying to understand it's like oh it's what Mike Tyson said like people have gotten so brave because they haven't got socked in the face for yeah. the shit that they do yeah and I think like people are just constantly going unchecked it's a first world problem though yeah. it's a it's a distinctly a first world problem you think in third world countries people don't know where that fucking line is hell hey, I'll tell you this story too yeah um 
So a buddy of mine, you know him actually too, he was actually doing VC work, uh, venture capitalist work uh-huh. for... Um, <laughs> When you said that, yeah. my mind automatically went to Viet Cong. Viet Cong, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's what I always, VC yeah. was a previous. No, uh, I was like, damn, this guy's a Viet Cong. <laughs> yeah, so he would go out and scout these places that they want to open up these companies at, right? Yeah. So a place that he went to was actually not, uh, I think it was Ghana. No, it wasn't Ghana. It was um, Tanzania. Okay. Right? Um, so he was out there doing work. And he said that in like certain parts of like Tanzania, they have certain rules that just apply to them and you just don't. So this is what he told me that he witnessed and he had to go through some like severe like therapy for this shit. Mm-hmm. So stealing out in like certain places is like a deathly crime. Yeah. Like you yeah. cannot steal from somebody and the village decides what happens to you. Bro. There was a dude that um, was on like a scooter and he just ran up and, tr- and grabbed this person's cell phone and tried to steal it. Mm-hmm. While the people in like the village area just started grabbing shit, chucking at the dude who stole the stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said it was like rock stones, whatever object it was. Dude falls over. They grab him. They get the cell phone out. They take him and they all, you know what they, they fucking did to him? He said that they grabbed him, took these tires and stacked it up around him so he couldn't get out. He's like knocked out almost. Mm-hmm. Fucking gasoline and they lit him on fire. Holy shit, man. I was yeah. like, yeah, he goes, and basically the the guy that he had, yeah. so he had to pay for like security for like two guys. And it's basically like a guy that saying, don't fuck with this person as they're looking for, you know, places to open up their factory or whatever company. And he's like, stealing is, is a death sentence here. Yeah. Like that person's cell phone is their livelihood yeah. and they'll decide what they do with you before the cops or the authorities will. And they yeah. decide what to do with them. They kill them. Bro. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing I think a lot of times people forget living in a first world country is that like shit is real out there yeah. in, in other parts, even with fucking technology, even with footage from other places, like people quickly forget how different it is in other parts of the world where like, yeah, stealing, you get your fucking hand chopped off. Yeah. And that might be a good, you know, a good uh, punishment, right? Mm-hmm. But here people, again, the entitlement, the delusion, they think nothing is going to happen to them and they could just do whatever the fuck they want. Do mm-hmm. you think that guy who was trying to steal that phone didn't think that, oh, shit, there's consequences yeah, for this. There might be repercussion, but I'm going to do it anyway because of, you know, whatever. He what needs it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure he was aware of what the stakes were, you yeah. know? <laughs> there's a video of this guy. He's, like, in Abu Dhabi, and he's, like, he has his Bentley outside or whatever car. I think it was a Bentley, and he goes, I'm going to leave my key fob on top of this car and watch nobody will steal it. Comes out, he goes... This is how safe it is out here. And then people who live in Abu Dhabi, he goes, that's because if you steal, you get your hands chopped off. Yeah. He goes, it's not, it's not because, you know, it's the most amazing it's, place. Here. Right, like, right. Consequences. Because the consequences are extreme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. But, but th- that's what I mean is that like here in America, I mean, luckily because it's a first, first world country, we don't have struggles and problems that uh, some of these third world countries do, but it, it comes with certain things like entitlement delusion, you know, and thinking that nothing bad's going to happen to you. Yeah. And we obviously, we can go on and on about this. And we've had issues in California with, you know, they're like not even arresting people who are stealing things. Well, yeah, that's why it's fucking rampant right now. It's crazy. Because the workers will lose their job if they do something. Yeah. Yeah. The companies explicitly tell them, don't do anything anything or else you will lose your job. You will get terminated. Right. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And so a lot of these guys are not even fucking getting caught. Or girls, guys and girls are not even getting caught, you know, and they're just doing it. It's like so brazen and it's just so nonchalant, you know? It it sucks too because, listen, I I love California, right? Like I've traveled to probably over 40 states. Right. Not every single one, but I've been to almost every single one now. Yeah. And I love California. I like the the diversity here, the culture. And I tend to lean more liberal, if anything else. So, you know, this is a dope space. There's people who are allowed to be themselves here without any judgment sometimes. But some this this state to me, not the whole state, but specifically Los Angeles and a lot of these metropolitan cities have gone so far from fucking reality. It's starting to make me hate the city. Mm-hmm. It's like. What are we doing here? What am I paying taxes for? What am I getting taxed twice for? Right. Like, where the fuck is this fucking money going? Yeah. Like, to the point where, you know, obviously because of things that happened in pandemic, like cops don't want to be cops anymore. People are quitting their jobs. We don't have enough law enforcement. Law enforcement can't even do their job anymore because they're afraid of like the of the public repercussions. So now I'm like, what the fuck is happening to this state and city that I really love? Like allowing people to steal and there's absolutely zero consequences. And I, you know, I was talking to a couple of friends in, uh, who live out in Texas and they're like, that don't happen out here. And I'm like, why is that? And obviously I kind of know the answer, but I didn't know to the extent yeah. they're like, you step foot on any type of like business or property and your intent is to steal. We don't know what you're going to do. I'll shoot you fucking dead. And that's because there's consequences for that shit. He goes, people out in the South and Texas are a lot nicer because everybody got a gun. Mm. So, you better you better be ready to die if you're gonna start some fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. No, my my friend was actually telling me about this recently because you know I was telling him the reason why I've always been hesitant about owning a firearm uh, is because I know that sometimes my my anger can get the best of me, mm-hmm. and and I know I could go to some places where it's better that I don't have that. Yeah. And and he also has some has some anger issues in the past, and he's like actually. You know, it helps me because like if there's an altercation or like there's a situation, I know the gravity of what it's like to pull out and use this gun. Yeah. Like I could kill this person and end up in jail oh, 100%. And, and leave my kids fatherless and my wife husbandless. Like, And so he's, it makes him think a lot more of like the actions that he's going to be taking yeah. to get this result. And he's like, that is absolutely the last resort that I want to do. It's the last thing that I want to make known that I got something that I could use on you. you Sometimes what, you know, a lot of people who left California, one of the biggest reasons why I feel most people who did leave, the the reason why they left was because they feel that this state sometimes cares more for about the criminals than the actual people who are doing things right. And when you start doing that to the people who live in this state, they, what's the point of being here, right? Like to the point where everybody in the state is so sue happy. You're so scared of being sued, even when you're in the right. Yeah. Like I, I was even told by a cop buddy of mine who used to be a cop said that, listen, if somebody breaks into your house um, and they're, you have like you're, potentially your life is in danger. He goes, if you're going to shoot them, make sure that they're dead. Right. Because right. dead people can't talk. Right. 
Because the moment they can open up their mouth, you're pretty much fucked in California. Mm. So if you're if you're scared that your family is going to be hurt and they're going to die, doesn't matter. You draw that gun, you're going to shoot. Don't worry about their life. You have to kill them. Yeah, shoot to kill, not to yeah. injure. And that's a scary fucking thought for me. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to have to think about shit like that. Yeah, I mean, but even before you get like, you know, to extremes like that, just the condition of, of like the city. I mean, that's why I moved out of primary LA area because it's just like it. it was crazy to me that I'm paying this much in rent, but I have to fucking always be concerned about, you know, dirtiness and like encampments and crime. Shooting cum at your face. Yeah, dude, like it's it's like outrageous. You know, you, you fucking paying like $25,000, $3,000 a month and, and then fucking right in front of your place is, is an encampment, you know, and, and cars getting broken into every fucking night, you know, and like petty crimes are happening all the time. Graffiti's getting fucking, you know, everywhere, like tagged up everywhere. And it's just like, dude, how can you fucking justify, continue to justify paying this amount and, and living in a place where like it's having uh, these type of problems on a day to day basis? One of my one of our favorite restaurants, you know, Kobao out in K-Town. Yeah. Dog, even it has gotten over there now. And that place was generally clean from any type of crackheads or whatever. And yeah. I was in the middle of K-Town. And I was hanging out with uh, with a buddy of mine and she, you know, we're chilling. And I true fucking story. There's already like two fucking crackheads. And I don't mean homeless people. They're homeless and they're crackheads. They're literally cracked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. One guy sounds like Speedy Gonzalez and shit. I, 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 you know, <laughs> he's like fucking crazy. Yeah. The other dude is asking us for cigarettes. He's not even asking. He just stands there and hovers up over us like a fucking dead person, like a zombie, until we make eye contact. He goes, you yeah, a cigarette? <laughs> like, no, we don't really smoke. Comes back 30 minutes later. Yeah, I just have a lighter. Oh, my God. Dog, what the what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, and I used to live right around the corner from that spot. Yeah, right. And we used to kick it there at night, and there was none none of this shit. Yeah. Then this dude walks up. He has this purple side bag, tattoos, whatever, whatnot. He looks like a normal dude. Didn't know he was a crackhead either. Comes up. He's not even looking at me. He's looking off to the side, and he goes, "What are you scared about? Are you scared of me? Well, you the fucking dragon, bro. You the fucking dragon." And he's like, maybe from you to me. But because he's not looking at me, I don't know he's yelling at me. Yeah. I just thought he was screaming. Yeah. And I'm like, looking at my friend, I'm like, is he yelling at me? Yeah, she no, goes, that, that, that's a dude with mental illness for sure. Yeah, you know? and then what, what I found out later on, he goes like, stop, he goes, stop fucking looking at me. Fucking dragon. You the fucking dragon. <laughs> screaming. I'm like, oh, he is talking to me. It's because I was looking at his bag because he had like a cool side bag. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. Yeah. But lo and he was just a homeless dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I experienced that like uh, the other day too. Um, where I was out on this on the sidewalk and I saw from like, you know, quarter mile away, this person just fucking yelling and coming down, you know, the street. Crazy. And they, was, they were zigzagging and they had manic energy. And I started to kind of tense up like, oh shit, I got to get ready, you know, in, just in case like this motherfucker is like crazy. They got like pretty close to me and was yelling in my direction, but then went to the other side of the road and started going back down the way they came from. So I was like, all right. And look but, how much you're paying for to live in yeah, an area like that. Yeah. It's well, insane. Don't make any sense. Yeah, like it, it's, it's you know, look, man, I don't want to fucking come home and be walking up my steps and there's a pile of human shit there, which has happened to me. Yeah. You know? And I'm I like. I refuse. Yeah. Like, are you serious, bro? Are you fucking Like, okay, if I couldn't afford a nicer place, I understand. Certain things come with the territory. But. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but the human but shit. But do you hear what he said? It's like, 
if I can't afford a nice place, I'm paying three thousand a month. <laughs> so imagine what a nice place costs. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then it's like another time, bro. This fucking crackhead smoked crack in front of the fucking entryway into the building and was blocking it, and I couldn't fucking get in. And I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. I'm trying to go in. You know what this fucker did? What? He so he I, I had seen his like head with the blanket, right? He puts it over and he just stays perfectly still. I'm like, bro, I could still see you, man. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I could still see that you're there. All right. I'm asking you to move. I'm invisible. Yeah. I was like, I'm asking you to move. So I opened the door and I like kind of like, That's you know, so put it funny. against him. So I was like, hey, do you feel this? I yeah. got to open this. Move. That's so fucking funny, dude. But you that's know, LA, dude. Yeah, that's fucking LA. Like it that's daily life in LA. Downtown, K-Town, Hollywood, even fucking into Beverly Hills now. Beverly Hills has encampments now, believe it or not. Yeah. You know? When people visit, they always want to go towards Beverly Hills or like Hollywood. I'm yeah. like, you are going to be very, very sad about what you see. Yeah. When I first moved to LA, uh, you know, I had a couple of friends who were visiting me. And one of my friends, Kathy, she was just like, we were driving around. I was like, yeah, this is this is kind of Hollywood. And I'm like, that's a crackhead. And she goes, David, don't call homeless people crackheads. And then she looks over, she goes, oh my God, <laughs> smoking crack. And she's like, oh, he's actually smoking crack. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm not, I, that's why I call him a crackhead. Yeah. And you know, your vision, <laughs> what you thought LA was is very different. Oh, yeah. She's like, holy shit. I'm yeah. like, yep, that's broad daylight. Yeah. This motherfucker's smoking crack in broad daylight. Exactly. People outside of LA, even if you live in America, even if you live in California, they have this idea of what LA is. Palm trees, sunshine, beautiful women, clean, nice car, whatever. It's like, nah, man, LA is very fucking different these days, especially post-pandemic. Yeah, like, pandemic shit has gotten everything wild. up, man. Yeah. And when people come visit now, I and I ask him like, hey, yeah, so what, what, what did you think? Oh, I didn't realize LA was this dirty. Yep. And and there was this many homeless people around. Welcome to LA. Yeah, that's, that's why <laughs> that's why I stay out in the suburbs, dude. <laughs> I stay out with the with the whites. <laughs> they they a little annoying, but they they fucking hey. When you have Karens on your side, you're a superhero. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, yeah. before we wrap up this podcast, uh, let's go ahead and go into the new line. If you guys don't know, uh, uh, me, Ed, our buddy Remy, um, and our buddy Justin started this company, uh, Secret Society. Uh, it's been how many years now? Five years? Um, shit. 2017. So six years. Yeah. Going about, on. about like six yeah. years, which is what, you know, in the beginning of the podcast, I was talking about this collab piece I did with our clothing brand and Genius Brain. And uh, we have a new line. It's, listen, having a small clothing brand is not the easiest. Oh, yeah. Right. Especially when you have a vision and the things that you want to do and you don't want to compromise on the things that you care about. It's always going to be difficult. Anybody can, you know, go on spring tea or whatever one or teespring. Spring tea. Spring. What? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, you could yeah. slap on a, a basic like heat press logo and sell merch or whatever, whatnot. Uh, for me, I've always, you know, wanted to be a part of things that, you know, would last a while and kind of fit an area that I feel like other people haven't fulfilled yet. And this is kind of what we did with Secret Society. And we've been going on for a solid six years now and we're still around, yeah. which is actually really hard to do specifically for a clothing brand, not merch, oh, like yeah. a clothing line. Yeah, I mean, there were many times throughout th that whole process where, you know, we were on the verge of, of shutting it down just because things weren't happening. I mean, you know, even though six years, realistically, we've been active for like maybe three and a half yeah you know because, what i mean yeah no. yeah because we had the production issues and COVID, and like there we lost like a little like two years and change you yeah. know um but yeah throughout the process i think 
the reason why, look, just having a small business and, and keeping that small business going is hard as it is. But then we have standards of like what we want to do with the brand and how we want to make things. And I think it tends to be higher than most brands, small brands in our position have. And trying to meet those standards is is really the difficult part. Yeah. Because like it makes you do things and 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 also spend money the way that you have to in order to get there. Like it just it, you just can't without you know putting in the time yeah, and energy yeah, to yeah, get yeah. there, right? But like again, for most small brand, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, but because like this is something that I feel so passionate about, I feel like we have to do it that way. Yeah. Because because look, man, there's plenty of ways where we can do things easier and cheaper, and and maybe sell more. But that's not what the brand is about, you know? Yeah, and I, and I feel like for us too, like our biggest battle for most people um, is that fast fashion brands are stealing everybody's shit and they're doing it cheaper but with shittier stuff. And a lot of people don't understand like you can buy cheap clothes 24-7, but that shit's going to last you maybe a few wears yeah. and you're fucked after that. Bro. It shrinks weird. Yeah. The color gets weird. Like get something on Sheen and tell me. Talk. Sheen me, is the yeah. worst. I know, I know. But but the thing is, the reason why they've become as popular as they have is because they take good photos and they market well. They they present it in a way where it looks like it's quality, but then you get it and it's the like worst. absolute fucking shit. Absolute trash. Like it even if you pay 10 bucks for like a pair of pants, it's not worth those 10 bucks. No, You're it's like not. this is horrible. And you could feel that too. Like yeah. I've, I've, for example, if you guys see me on this podcast, I've worn my Genius Brain, you know, Korea collab shirt. Mm -hmm. That shit looks just as the same as the first day I got it. Yeah. You know, for us, like sourcing fabrics, materials, and the way that things are dyed is very fucking important to us, right? And, you know, as a, as a growing company too, like we're, we're able to kind of uh, rectify our mistakes that we make and we have a very personal relationship with our customers, yeah. which is dope. Yeah. And, you know? you know, and that's the thing is that like, you know, one thing that I really appreciate about our community is them, them understanding that you know, we're still going through growing pains. We still have things that we're trying to improve on, you know, and things that we we can't address immediately because we're not at that point yet, yeah. you know? Um, like, for example, like most recent thing is that like, you know, when we have high order volume, delays happen. We can't avoid it. We don't have a big, robust team which just does all of these things. It's, it's a very limited team. And so for us to catch up, it can take weeks, right? But the fact that they're understanding and supportive of that, it's it's like, you know, it's something that I really appreciate. And the hope is that we continue to just be able to grow and, and progress things the way that I think it, it, it can get to, like the level that it can get to. But even this year, in 2023, things haven't progressed the way that I was hoping. You yeah. know what I mean? There's definitely been some issues with like production and delays and we're behind schedule. And once again, like this wouldn't be a problem if we just did blanks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if we just got the, you know, the same next level t-shirts, yeah, the gilded shirts. It, it, it does, it, it's not, it doesn't, it's not in line with the brand though. hundred percent. It's know? not stuff I would wear either. Yeah. But yeah. let's, let's show what we got coming up. Okay. Yeah. So let's show some pieces here. So first thing is, is this tee that I'm actually wearing is, is one of our new knit tees. And I think actually this is the first time we're ever doing, uh, hold on. I'll just put, yeah, just bring the whole thing. I think this is actually the first time we're coming out with the navy piece. Yeah. I don't think we've actually ever done like a full navy color. Yeah. So yeah. this is a knit tee here. You could see like the contrast lining here and back here. It's an oversized tee, but 
also too to give you guys context um the the collection is going to be called reform and the the idea behind this concept is that like People, you know, during the pandemic and post-pandemic were kind of got comfortable in loungewear and like sweats, hoodies, stuff like that. But I feel like now we're, we're kind of coming back to, to like, you know, fashion and, and like people, it's coming back in form. And so we're kind of saying, yeah, we're coming back to form saying reform and people are more conscious about what they're putting on. Now, of course, we have the basics, we have the sweats, we have the hoodies, we have, but now we have more contemporary pieces like this which fits still your everyday life, right? But now it's it can be a little bit more uh, work casual, right? As well as home casual, you know, loungewear versus like workwear. Like it, it's like kind of interchangeable. And that's kind of always our whole thing is that we want the pieces to be suitable for like pretty much anything. Yeah. So yeah, this is one of our knit tees with uh, the embroidery here. Con uh, I mean, uh, tonal embroidery here on the back, nice and clean. Um, and again, this, it's, it's the piece that I'm wearing. This is the black version. We'll have, I think, four or five colors for this. So this is one. Um, this is our- Damn, that feels nice. Yeah, this is our corduroy basketball shorts, which super fucking soft, so soft. Matter of fact, I'm actually wearing it right now too. Yeah, this is the green one that I got on right now. Um, but these, we made the length so that it sits right above the knee, or generally it should sit right above the knee. Um, and this is like your classic basketball short form, but with, with the uh, corduroy. And so like, feel how soft that shit yeah, is. Man. Like the, the cool thing is too, is like for me, I, I mean, fashion basics kind of like never die, right? Yeah. And I think with a lot of, you know, when you kind of work with certain brands that are always looking to do the hottest next thing, they don't ever think about every piece from the previous line before you could wear with the other one, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. when you work with like fashion basics, obviously it's premium fashion basics. Right? We're not just doing like a regular fucking t-shirt, right? But the, if you have stuff from our first collection all the way till now, you could still wear all that stuff and match it with the stuff that we have in our later collections. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think the biggest thing is too, is that like once people, you know, cause we get feedback, right? And something that uh, I commonly hear is that like, oh, you know, normally I don't spend this much on, you know, X type of item, hoodie, sweater, t-shirt, but I get it. You yeah. know, I get it. Like You'll get it when you get the piece. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the quality and like craftsmanship and all of that. Um, so this is a cropped trouser uh, that has the front creases and on the back, crease, uh, back creases right here. Has the slant pockets right here. And these are wool pants. So like this is another piece that can be worn, you know, at work or at home. And it's just like one of those staple pieces, right? Um, and they, these are cropped as well. So, you know, it's supposed to sit like right above your ankle, but depending on your height, it'll be a little bit different for everybody. But yeah, these are super nice. This is what I actually came up in Big Bear in yeah. <laughs> that first day. So yeah, got those. Um, another knit piece here. It's a knit polo. It's clean. Yeah, this is like our, our taupe color for this. Um, and then you also have the embroidery there on the back, the tonal embroidery, and just another classic piece, right? Everybody should have like a polo in, the, in, their, um, in their closet, you know, in rotation. Because honestly, this is something that you could wear to like, let's say a fancy dinner, but it's also something that you could just wear every day, right? Yeah, like the pieces go together. I mean, but you could even technically do this too. Rock right? it with the corduroy shorts. Yeah, yeah. You, you could rock it with even the sweats, you know? And then 
This is, now these pieces were also really difficult to make and I'll tell you guys why. So I'll just start with the, the basics first. Now, here's a crew neck, right? But this is gonna be our new logo for this collection. <laughs> fucking, actually, I haven't even seen this. Yeah, so that's our cube logo. And if you guys look at it, you can see the SS right here. That's fucking dope. Yeah, so that's our new cube logo for it. And I don't know if it reads on the camera, but you'll see that there's contrast here with the color, with the dye, and like these spots. So this is manually done. It's achieved by manually doing this shit by hand, piece by piece, and it's a potassium spray. And so what you do is you potassium spray the whole body, and then you wash it, and it comes out in different forms. So you're not gonna have a uniform pattern. You're not gonna have the uniform color. That's the whole point though. And because we're doing everything hand by, by hand and manually, sometimes there might be a little bit spotting, but that's the whole point of it. Like the whole thing is we think it looks dope and it gives it character, you know, and it gives it really that vintage feel. Um, but more than anything is just how soft it is, right? It's just fucking nice. Yeah. And this is also a new fabric. This is a new fleece fabric that we've never used before. We've actually never done fleece. So this is a little bit lighter weight than people are, are used to, but it worked for what we were trying to do with this particular style, you know? So yeah, there's, the colors look fucking amazing on this. So this is one. Um, we're gonna have four colors. We're gonna have tees, um, sweatshirts. Um, is that the hoodies? Yeah, and this is the hoodie, hoodie version of it. This is the turquoise color. And so if you guys, again, I don't know if it reads, but if you see here, the, pat, the potassium spray with this color has kind of like this yellow fade to it, a yellowish fade. So you see these kind of like these streaks, so it's like all different, you know? And again, that's what make these pieces so unique and I feel like stands out and it's so cool, you know? Um, so for the tees and the sweatpants of these versions, we're gonna have the embroidered logo. Oh, I forgot to complete mention. Not only is this logo different, this is called flocking. So this is flock. So what that is, is it's like, like a fuzzy soft material that yeah, we place onto here. Yeah. It's addictive, I can't stop touching <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's, very, it's very nice to touch and feel. And so this is also something that we've never done. We've never worked with flocking before. And so this is the first time. Um, so yeah, a lot of dope and new pieces that are on the way that, trust me guys, this potassium spray is, it's not easy. It's not easy because you gotta get it to look a certain way, even though it's not gonna be uniform across the board, there's still a certain type of look that we wanna achieve. And to do that, you gotta experiment to experiment with it over and over again. And it takes a lot of time and effort to do that. But we landed at a place that I think was dope. And you know, uh, we tried to have the factory uh, keep it as consistent as possible as they can to kind of get this look. Cause it can be very different. It could be a lot lighter, you know, depending on how much you spray it. Um, it could be a lot uh, unnoticeable. You know, so yeah, there's, there, it's like a spectrum yeah. and I felt like we find, found a good area on that spectrum. So. And that's the thing, man. Like I, I feel, you know, a lot, there's a handful of people who have continued to buy secret society, like yeah. in support. Yeah. And I think that for me, if you're going to place your money, I want you guys to spend your money where it counts. And it would suck for me to bring out a t-shirt that you just wear once and it disintegrates the color. <laughs> you know, the color gets all shit. Yeah. It, the, the shirt feels scratchy. And yeah. I, like I said, you know, we've mentioned this a million times before, but one of the greatest joys is like when you walk around and people told me like, yo, like I walked around, people don't even know who you are. And they they want to know where they cut, where they can cop the oh, same sweater, the, best, the cap. Bro. And that that's like the, the main goal. Um, 
And, you know, hopefully this one day this company becomes a high seven-figure company because I really do believe in the stuff that we put out. And I think that you guys look great in it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the goal. That's the goal. And um, lastly, uh, some of these hats here that I want to show you guys is denim hats. This is the first time we're doing denim hats. This is fucking clean. Yeah. So that's the blue denim. We have the green denim here. Um, we're also going to have a mustard and a black denim as well. So four colorways for the hats. And then we have the classic snapbacks, two tones here with the green and the black. So, oh, man, this is fucking dope. Yeah, so we're going to have the cube logo in green as well as our classic logo. And same thing, we'll have the classic logo here in black as well as this cube one. And, you know, just a snapback on the back. And what's unique about this snapback is we have two rows of snaps. Now, it doesn't really do anything functionally, but it's, Let's just more, go yeah, it's a more of an aesthetic thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, this collection. Ooh, this denim one is fucking dope. Yeah. This shit, guys, was supposed to come out like, honestly, like July, August at the latest. But things have taken a lot longer than we were hoping. And now, I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but... We're hoping right now it's this September 5th. Um, we were hoping that we can release it within like the next two to three weeks, but we'll see because we're still finalizing some things and um, we got to just make sure. Oh, look at that, bro. She looks so Yeah. We got to make sure everything is right before we put it out there. So yeah, we're super excited. Worked really fucking hard on this. This is actually our first full collection that we're dropping for the year in 2023. Yeah. You know, it's that's been like, rough. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough. And, um, this is one of our older items. The it's the the tote bag here, but yeah, guys, I can't wait. I really can't wait for you guys to see this shit. Cause again, we're always trying to step it up. Every every time we drop something new, we're trying to step it up, try something new, try something fresh. And so far, I feel like we've hit that mark every time. It, at the expense of kind of going crazy, you know? It's kind but, of cool too. Like, we're, you know, when we first started, we were very monochromatic, right? We were very, you know, black and white. Yeah. Which is still an aesthetic, obviously, I fucking love. Yeah. But then, you know, we're all, ba- we're kind of like sticking to these colors that really do really work well together. Like even even this, right? Yeah. Potassium wash shit. And this, yeah. Like, like this green denim hat still right. works. It still right. Looks no, good. That's something that we're always conscious about when we're coming up with the color palettes is that like things that can be interchangeable and work together. And yeah, even though our base is still black and white, um, you know, venturing into these colors have been, has been fun. Yeah. Because uh, we've never done it before and people responded in a very positive way. They liked it. They, they were really fucking. And it's not like we're doing like the basic colors, so to speak. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is a blue, but what is it? What kind of blue is it? It's mm-hmm. like this light type of blue, right? This is a turquoise, but it's not like a, oh, a true turquoise. Oh, you trying to grab hands, bro? <laughs> All right, just got to tell me, man. You got to, you know, no, but yeah, we're always, we're always doing things that are quote unquote basic but trying to elevate it and yeah. and i feel like you know because of your guys support we've been slowly able to get back to form you know start get back to closer to where we started which was with contemporary basics and again that's why we're calling this the reform collection and yeah just so dope. can't wait can't wait can't wait for you guys to see the whole thing um we've yeah, already shot the 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 photos and the videos for this and they're still being edited right now but yeah, like I said, hopefully like in the next two to three weeks before September is, oh, is over. That's what I'm hoping. If we don't hit that deadline, just know it's because we're dealing with some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the, wor- the wait is going to be worth it. So uh, you could, 
you know, follow Secret Society on Instagram. If anything else, sign up for the email because when we drop it, email subscribers get the first dibs every time. And yeah. every time without fail, people go, why is it sold out? Why is it sold out? Yeah. Get the email so you can be the first one to access the website and yeah. then it goes to the general public. Yeah. And we do that to reward people who have been supporting our company first. So we want to make sure that you get the first dibs. Exactly. And, so. and we say this time and time again, and it's like, you know, people just seem to think that we're just saying it, but it's like, look, we're not, we can't make thousands of pieces. Like we don't have the resources for that. Yeah. So because our production is going to have, you know, a certain ceiling to it in terms of the quantity, again, we want our, our supporters, our, our people, our community who's been supporting us to be able to get that piece. And then people come a month later, Hey, how come it's sold out? How come mm -hmm. Well, we told you. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, you could catch Genius Brain every Sundays at 12 p.m. Uh, check out for Secret Society's next collection and our first collection of the year, uh, sadly. And then, of course, after that, we'll be doing a Genius Brain Secret Society collab uh, just as a, as a sneak peek preview. Not to actually see it. It's going to be based on my trip to Japan. Yes. You know, so it's it's going to be fucking dope. If you loved the the Korea trip one with the with the Tanchong design and then you love the, the everything is inspired by the stuff that inspires me. Hope you guys enjoy that. You will fucking enjoy it. And then get ready for this line to drop. And oh, just real yeah. quick. One thing that I want to clarify too on that tip is that, you know, I, I some people are like, oh, you know, how is this a collaboration when Dave's a part of Secret Society? And, you know, it's because Genius Brain is a separate brand. Yeah. Even though Dave is a part of Secret Society, Genius Brain is not Secret Society. Yeah. That's why the collab, it's the, the marriage of the two brands. You yeah. know what I mean? Genius Brain is its own thing. Secret Society is its own thing. And within that, we marry it so that it fits both. Yes. Yeah, so that's the idea behind it. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. Um, Genius Brain every Sunday is at 12 p.m. and we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. It's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. i mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a, a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as i do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like if i'm gonna make a wrap or i'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort i'm gonna use hero bread because i get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite so genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co.